I didn't see you sitting there. Um, well, uh, it's Ed, and it's Sean, and you're about to listen to a program called uh, Geeksters, so sit back and enjoy, and blah. And welcome to episode 345 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hello, Ed. How are you this Good, evening? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. What's been going on with you? Um, I, I watched the second episode of Batman, Batwoman. Did you watch the first two? <laughs> I watched the first one. I don't yeah. think I watched the second one. Okay. What, what did you think of the first one? Since we can talk about that one now. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know, to be honest. Um... I, I want to say, well, let me give me a second here. Uh, 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 I, I'm just not, I wasn't feeling it. Okay. All right. I'm with you on this. So I, uh... I, I kind of, I thought the acting was meh. Uh-huh. Um, not for the lack of trying. I thought the, I would, I, I mean, I don't know much about Batwoman. I'm going to put that out there yeah, right, right now. Okay? okay. So I don't know who her rogues gallery is. Are, okay. Okay. And I don't know if any of this background that she has is at all comic book accurate. Right. Okay. Like a part of me wants to say, hey, the idea of, uh, look, I'm going to spoil it. Since you see yeah, well, it, say the first it. Ep- I mean, second episode's already aired, right. so you could spoil it already. The, the whole Alice thing, while I appreciated, you know, okay, she's going to be her nemesis and all. Really, her sister, <laughs> really, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. I, I, I kind of was like, like you saw it coming. Yeah, the moment she said there wasn't a body, I'm like, is she? Re- they're really going to do this? And. And not only that, but by the end of the first episode, Alice kind of knows that she's Batwoman, or she was bringing back the Batman, and, like, I haven't seen the part where she decided to don on a red wig. I don't know if that's supposed to be like, oh, my sister might know who I am, let me put a wig on. I I, I thought that, and I thought, okay, the... Well, I'm going to spoil this a little bit for you, because... Okay. The wig has not shown up yet. I've okay. seen both episodes. Okay. Episode two, still, no, still no red wig. Okay. So I just want to put that out there right, right. now. Um, and I don't think it's a major spoiler. Like, oh, I'm going to Well, do. yeah. I mean, we see the promos with her wearing it. So eventually it'll show up. Right. Especially with be recording this, episode three is actually happening now. Right. So like people are watching it. Right. Because you know. I, I got to be honest. I feel like the suit looks like shit. Okay. Okay. I, I do. I'm hoping that they eventually, like, the, the version that she has in all the promos and stuff looks like Batwoman's suit. Mm. And I know it's supposed to be in the... You know, you gotta give it time, man, because, you know, she's borrowing Bruce's suit. A suit that, 
for whatever reason fits her perfectly. Well, that, that's the thing I think you missed out in the first episode was the fact is is that she tells oh she tells Luke Fox to, right. to to make it fit as a woman, which I feel like okay, what's he doing there because. Ooh. Like there's no background for him. He just right, happens, exactly. He just is there. Yes. It's like okay, where are you house sitting? Are you, are, are you working he was, for he your was, dad? Are you was, working for he Bruce? He was the security guard at the at the Wayne. Right, a security guard May, knows or, all this stuff. Acts like he knows about Bat Bruce Wayne being Batman. Yeah, it's like how many people know the secret? <laughs> right, and and. Like did did he get the job because of Lucius or you know like an yeah I got a, I got a no good son that doesn't do anything because yeah. apparently he does like no background he's a bum he doesn't do nothing here they'll give him the keys to the back cave you know <laughs> I'm just like all right that makes no sense but all right I, I'm like a part of me is like I think is this gonna have to go in faith of some sort and then Dungaree uh, Scott or whatever his name yeah, is Dungaree Scott Dungaree Scott. Keep in mind, he was supposed to be Wolverine. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, did not age well. <laughs> like, he, there's no way. Like, Hugh Jackman, at least, is is still looks like if you he looks older than he did in the first Wolverine. Yeah. But not as bad as he does. Like, right, because he's still in shape because he kept it. Right, he you kept know. in shape. I don't think Scott would have done it. And he kind of, I'm like, wow, that's, that's the guy who could have been Wolverine. I mean, there were still talks of bringing him as Wolverine in after yeah. Jackman was done. Like, you know. No. Yeah. Um, her, the the lesbian lover being married. I don't know how I feel about that one. Because I feel like, well, did they just make that character be bisexual just for the sake of tension for Batwoman for, well, I mean, for her I mean, like look I'm not I'm not saying that having a gay or lesbian any kind of that characters on screen is a bad thing what I'm saying is is using it as a plot device I feel like is an insult to the viewers well the thing is is that at, at one point and then this is you're, you're now we're going back we have to go back sure. some time gays gays and lesbians hid in marriages mm -hmm. because they didn't want to be out at you know as that because they want to be social pariahs and have like like because some were like Experimented on because right. they're being gay, you know, and they they, right. they think they had a, it was a it was a disease and they had to be treated for it, and it, you know that's obviously not the case. But I mean, like you're using something an old device. You're that, using an old device to kind of propel this thing, and I'm like, I, I don't. I think you took a step back. You know? Yeah, it's like, like I don't. Or now, look, look, if she's bisexual, that's fine. Maybe yeah. she had a thing. Maybe her she was experimenting at the time, and she wasn't falling in love with you know her husband at this point, which is completely plausible, right? But I feel like it's just a it's a weak plot point to give attention. It's it's okay. How are we going to get her to come back to to town? Because she, clearly she left to go prove herself. Uh, Karen, you know, Kane. Yeah, she goes out to prove herself because she wants to be part of the crows. But what would you need to bring her back? Oh well, what if her old girlfriend is in trouble and that's going to bring her back? Like like she knew like out of nowhere it shows up in the news like oh my god my ex girlfriend is in trouble I have to go back to town right you know and then her to show up and it's like well yeah now this is my husband now and she's like oh the pain like like I feel like well what's her motivation then like I kind of feel like okay with Batman. Parents die, has this thing. She die, she recalled, um, loses her mother and her sister, or at least she thought she did. Right. And then she says, no, Alice is actually alive, which is my my twin. First of all, twin sister, they look nothing alike. 
Well, they're not. They're not. No, they're, no, they're fraternal twins. twins, right? But that's something most people need to be told that. Yeah. You know, if you go, oh, that's my twin sister. People automatically assume. Yeah, it looks nothing like her. Right, it looks nothing like you. People forget that there is a thing called fraternal twins, or most people do. Right. Um. So I'm like, well, it would have been kind of interesting to see they do both roles. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna make her a twin, make her a fucking twin. Right. Like, like really, really zhuzh it up. Right, yeah. like, if, if you're going to go with the, the, the weak-ass plot point anyway, as it, oh, my greatest enemy is going to be my sister aspect of it, my twin sister at that, fucking play both roles. Right. Like, someone should have, they, they could have they done it. I, that would have been more impressive, I think. If I, you, uh, you say yeah. that, you know, you think about it, you go, that, that would have been more interesting of a, a storyline. Right, like, you know, you make her both the good guy and the bad guy so when they're fighting I mean yeah I understand that this is a TV show so it has a budget but if they can make the Flash run really really fast and they can bring King Shark to life and you can make Supergirl fly you should be able to make a twin version of her right fucking they did it for Back to the Future (laughs) 2 you know like use that (laughs) use that technique have her do it once as Batwoman and then do it again as Alice right you know, wham, bam. Because there wasn't that many scenes that they were no, together. No, they weren't. You, know, that... you could have totally, it'd, it'd be a long day for her. Right. But it would still be an interesting plot point. Like, as it is my twin sister. And, like, there you could have Alice pose as Karen at one point in time. And, like, in a storyline where she pretends to be her to talk to her father. Yeah. You know, and be like, you don't even know it's not me, Dad. You know, like, right. and have her be like, oh, like, there's a, I just wrote an episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's more interesting than what they did. Now, the second episode didn't get much better. I mean, that's the uh, thing that's I killing heard, me. I heard that the drop-off for that and Supergirl were really bad. Like, so, yes, because I, 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 like, I was kind of rooting for the show, and I'm like, well, like again, like I like we've talked about this in the past. I just don't want to go based on one episode. Now, I've done that in the right, past and, right. and, and turned it off and go, no, it's not for me. And right. then here it's done great things since then. So I'm like, yeah, the pilot, you can't go by. You can't you can't go by a pilot. But right. it like – it, it, some of it, like some of it was good and some of it was bad. Like the whole Lucius Fox thing, I'm going to spoil it a bit. You know, unfortunately, I don't think you're going to watch it. Uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll eventually watch it, but I'm not like, oh my god, Ed, what are you doing? Unless you tell me like Lucius Fox is actually a clone of his father, then I'd be like, oh, oh, well, then there you go. Well, let, me, let me spoil that for you, then. because because the whole like they he explains like what things are like she. They're in the back cave at one one scene, and she goes, "He goes, what's this?" And she goes, "Some doohickey like type of thing." And he explains what it is. Uh, I saw that in the first episode. He explained he does some of the rebreather and stuff like right. that. But the thing is, is that like, <laughs> like he he doesn't know how to use the control panel on right. the, you know type of thing. But I'm like, you modified the bat suit. Right for you, but yet you can't use the control panel to like do the comms. <laughs> How, where's the mouse on this thing? Right, I don't, like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. But that's a rebreather. You yeah, know, like, <laughs> like, like it's like it's like one or the other, not both. Like you, you right. can't like you can't flip flop on him. Like you, like like if you go, you know what? I don't like. Eventually, they're going to get to his backstory and f- tell us why he's so smart. Right. But they didn't. They made it even worse because right. they're like he's sitting there going ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh, he hits a button and you know and finally figures out that he's uh, um um that he's making communications with Batwoman and she does he does this thing where he. She gets like knocked down and she's like unconscious. And she oh, does okay, that's the first episode where where she where it's it's maybe the... you saw the second episode. Oh, you know what? Maybe I did see the second one because she 
in the in the second episode, I guess maybe I did see. The, yes, you're right. I think I did. Because okay. at the end of that episode, he the moment he said, "Well, that's a rebreather," I went, "That's going to be used in the show." Hey. I just knew it because I'm like, "Okay, there's obviously a the one thing he knew." And then you're right; she gets technically drowned. Yeah, she, she definitely drowns and washes up on shore. And he's like, "Dogs are the cops are closing on her. You got to you got to get up. You got to get up. You got to get up." Oh, here's a defibrillator. Dunk, dunk, you know, dunk, dunk. and then you got to wake up. I got to wake up. And next thing you know, they get there and she's gone. And I'm just like. Well, how did he know to do that? Right. Like, like what? Yeah, because like, he didn't know how to use the control panel. He was like right. trying to figure out like what's this thing? You know, like, like I'm like, you can't you can't do that. Like you can't be both. You can't yeah. be it's either one or the other. You can't be a blithering idiot one on one hand and then all of a sudden go, No, wait, there's a defibrillator. Let me hit this button because this will bring her back. Cause and then all of a sudden know everything about the system. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like I get it. You know, if there's every once in a while you sit down in front of a brand new computer, you go Okay, now where's the start button? You have to look around a little bit, or okay, where do you keep? The, here's your mouse. How do you open this file? Like you, you got to acclimate yourself, but you're not like, die. I don't know anything. <laughs> and then oh, defibrillator, Boink. yeah. <laughs> to, and no, to, it's got to charge up. Dink. Okay, come on, dink. You yeah. know, it's like oh. That's the, the uh, and it, the the only thing I do like about this show really though I do like the 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 whole Alice in Wonderland kind of theme of the villain you know like the you know kind of crazy, All but right. then the 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 second wife and the the daughter the, the yes they're kind of I'm like <sighs> the second wife being involved in at least a plot to try to get the evidence to not prove that Alice is. The fraternal, the, the sister of the earth. Yeah, I'm like, why? Why does that need to be put out? I'm saying, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is Arrow again because that's what he did like in the first couple seasons. The wife was, uh, you know, right. Now I like the, the mother I- was, you know, doing this. I like the idea of the of the um, the social media sister being a flaming. Flam- the philanthropist blah, 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 blah. that she's helping people behind the scenes and, right. and illegally okay i get it because she's kind of like bubbly and weird right but yeah she's like like a doctor she's trying to you know right because let's face it batman had doctor um whatever her tompkins. name tompkins right so now batwoman needs her version of that yeah so why not let it be her stepsister and and i was like okay well how is she there's a handful of people that know she's Batwoman. Yeah. And then a handful of people that are probably one inch away from knowing that it's her. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, so what episode does her sister realize that she's Batwoman? Like, when she comes in all bruised up and how, how many excuses can be like, no, I fell down the stairs or no, I got into a car accident. Right. Like, it's, I'm like, all right, I can see where that's going. Sooner or later, she'll find out. Why her? Why she has an evil stepmom? I don't know. I feel like it's ridiculous. Right. Like, are you that ups? Like, I don't, I don't understand what her motivation is. But I'm sure that that's part of the plot. It's, it's supposed to make you go. Mm, I have to know. I'm going to tune in. I'm and I'm like, yeah, I'm not that interested. Not right. I'm like, I've seen that season. before. Like, why? There is no need for her to be the evil step stepmom. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll like I said, it's new. It may, they need to get their sea legs. Usually, the first season's usually kind of crappy anyway. Right. You know, they had to get their sea legs, and I don't know. I just, I, I just feel that they rushed this. This I rushed. It's been over. You had it was in year for development for a year. I was just saying, like, like I'm like, did they write scripts? Like, like, I, like they you f- get a writer you or something? You figured like, you knew that they were going to do it 
back when they did the crossover event yeah. last year. So they could have had like at least a season worth of scripts done or, you know, something. It was like, okay, wait. It feels like someone went, oh shit, that starts next month. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Quick. We got to call everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that's how it felt <laughs> like that's okay felt. we know she's we know she's already signed on so we can just tell her start dates this day and that's fine we can we, lie to like, her like you know? there's a bunch of people in a room you know they're flipping through phones and they go yeah you know they're like what guy's like you know we need to start working on that bad moment we've got till october right next month is october <laughs> shit. you know like there's just seems to be like i just get the feeling there's a bunch of people on set going where am i supposed to be here uh, oh okay okay all right What's my motivation? Gonna, no, man. You know what? I, I just got off the Arrow set. I'm just part, part, part-time in this thing until Arrow finishes, and then I can be full-time over here. That's the only reason why I'm here. Fuck, I completely forgot. Like, <laughs> like shit. You know, you just it just feels... I get the, the, It does feel a little rushed. It feels very... I'm, I'm like, fan film-ish. Yes. Like, um, and I've seen some pretty good fan fiction films... This one seems like one as well. Like, oh, well, we have Ruby Rose and we have all these f- pseudo-famous people or people who were once famous but not anymore or right. Ruby Rose is the hottest thing a couple years ago <laughs> um, and that she was, you know, so we need, a, we need a lesbian. Who do we got? Who's pretty? Ruby Rose. Does she want to do it? Sure, she's got nothing else going on. Like I guess maybe. Uh, I, ar- think, I think I think orange the, and new black is done. I think the triple X return of the Andrew Cage pretty much hurt her career a little bit. She got killed. Her- <laughs> she got killed in John Wick Two, so there's no return for that character. Uh, let's call her. Like she's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. And, and granted, I don't think that she's a poor actress. No, I, I don't think Dungaree Scott it, is a bad actor. I mean, he was great as a bad guy in Mission Impossible Two. It's the last thing I really... Oh, well, he was also in a, a Netflix show called Hemlock Grove. But uh, I'm like, all right. Everybody else, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who you people are. Like, I don't... I don't. So to me, like, outside of the two of them, I'm going, all right. And it's it's not like it's it's not like a like a like a big star that you go oh, I got to see this because of this right. you know, person. It's like, right. all right, it's Do Ray Scott and and Ruby Rose. Okay, you know, like it's not bad. Sure, I mean they're not horrible. But I just feel like the way it's filmed, the, the plot line, it feels very like like people who are fans of the comic book sat down and decided to write their own fan fiction yeah. novel, and that they're making that kind of the way it's filmed. It doesn't it doesn't seem right now. It doesn't feel like a real show. It feels like a side project that other people are doing, and it's going to be like a ten ten episode limited run, or they're just waiting until the end of Infinite Crisis crossover to kill off Arrow before they actually get the real money to make the show <laughs> like yeah we'll just try to stretch this out as long as we can and we'll just hope for the best maybe people will like it but i heard like the second episode dropped yeah because like know. i said it was it was i mean i watched i didn't even watch it in the air date i watched it like last night actually yeah. in the middle of the night i, I from the cw app and you know i just did it that way i have a dvr and for whatever reason it didn't do the first episode so I had to on-demand the first episode, and I think I probably did like a double episode that night. Yeah. I watched the first two, so I could be caught up for the show. And I'm like, really? I stayed up late for this? <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, at least I did my due diligence. I got something to talk about for the show. I was yeah. like, eh. eh. Who else did you do this weekend? 
Uh, I watched the movie uh, in, the, in the theater. Oh. But uh, before we go to that, uh, did you do anything else this week besides that? Uh, trying to think. No, work, work, work. Uh, Hello, boys. Playing, I've been playing Borderlands 3, played Concrete Genie. I think I'm, I did finish that. It's some little stuff I would need to do if I wanted to platinum it. Not a, not a big game. Um, TV. I'm watching the Mass Singer. You watching the Mass Singer? No, yeah. no. I was, I was thinking about because I, I did watch a couple episodes. I think right. last season, but I, I, uh... it's not bad. I mean, I enjoy it. It's the mystery part though. Stacy and I get to bond over and like laugh and go, yeah. "What do you think it is?" Um, well, uh, I've been watching Arrow and Flash. That's my been my yeah. episodes. You know, I've been going back to that because I'm kind of curious. They're real, like, like Arrow's more like getting really into this infinite crisis. It's really like, doing the right, build yeah, up, and, this uh, is it. and Flash is doing the same thing in a way. You know, okay. and you're going, and you're going great. You know, and it's just like, and, and, and it, but I'm like, I'm like, is there too much hype? Like, is it is this is this because like all the news we've been talking about in the past with all the stars? Right. It's going to be hey, gonna this play. person's going to be here. I saw an article where it says, you know, what's his face? The guy who plays Lucifer is actually going to be in the crisis and then i saw him do a thing like i'm not in it i was you know but he was seen on set apparently right you know it's like well maybe he was just a guest spot like you know he he is an actor he can do another another job but people are like well because um lucifer is a vertigo comic Mm. based from dc and dc's doing this crossover this multiverse crossover why not have lucifer in it you know that and especially if you have Constantine as well, right? Yeah. You, you figure, oh, look, it's like a perfect storm of characters. Well, maybe he's not. Like, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. I didn't read. The, I didn't, I'll be honest. Didn't bother to read the articles, Ed. I went. <laughs> all right, moving on. Like, when's <laughs> <laughs> the first date? Okay. All right. I feel like you know they put all their money in the Batwoman because I think she 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 starts it. You know, and then it's like, okay, well here it's it's Batwoman, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash. And then, like, Legends of Tomorrow, and then, like, it's like, I think it goes, ends with them, too. It's like, I don't know. Anyway, that's, uh, that's been my week. Nothing really crazy or nutsoid. Um, you said you went to the movie. Yes, I went to the theater, and it's all a movie, but I will tell you what it is when I see it land on the top five movies. So let's do oh, the top okay. five movies, kids. Here we go. Number five is the number three movie of last week, Gemini Man. It made $8.5 million over Ooh. the weekend and 36.5 overall in the two weeks release with a $138 million budget. They're, they're already saying it's going to be the biggest bomb of the year. It sounds I, like I, it. I, so that was not the movie. Oof, all right. Number four was the number two re- uh, movie of last week was The Addams Family, 2019. It made $16 million over the weekend and 56.8 overall in two weeks release. I have no budget on that, so I don't know if it's doing success or not, but uh, it's an animated movie. So right, it's an animated movie. It's going to make money in DVDs, right. yeah, at least. Uh, number three was a new release, Zombie Land 2 Double Tap. It okay. made $26.7 million over the weekend. And that sits with a total gross with a $42 million budget. So, <laughs> it's like, so Zombieland 2 made almost half its money back in one weekend, where Gemini Man made not even a third of it back <laughs> in two weekends. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's about $10 million. Like, away from. But, but I mean, like, they. Gemini Man only made ten million dollars more right. of Zombieland Double Tap, and they have Double Tap has only been one week, and Gemini Man's been two weeks. So, um, yeah, 
Uh, a friend of ours saw it, Mark. He said it was it was pretty good. Um, he said he was sitting next to. He went to that um, Alamo Draft House place mm-hmm. because we have one in the in the town. Yeah. Um, he likes to go there because he's kind of bougie. You know, him and his wife they went like a date night to go see it, but he was sitting next to a couple that the girl just kept looking at her phone the entire time and you know was pausing and showing her fiance you know it's like and he was like for those people who don't know the Alamo Draft House you kind of order food and it gets delivered to you and drinks and things like that these marks like these people waited until the movie started before like the for the even the fir- as the first words of the movies are being spoken yeah I like to place my order for this this and this and marks was like he was like it was so he I, I was like, but how was the movie? He was like, the movie was okay. Just it was the experience that 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 kind of ruins it. it. You know, and I find that really amazing because with something like the Alamo Draft House, you are paying big money for the the experience and and the, the having the, the food and the drinks and the the environment. And you'd you'd think that if you're paying out, like I know that if I am going to. Um, Woodhaven, yeah. you know, reservable seats. I'm like, I paid for these seats. These seats are mine. I'm here to have my experience. Please don't talk. I'm going to respect the rules of the road by not talking, during, or what, looking at my phone. I turn everything off. Why? Because I want to enjoy. I don't want to be bothered. Right. How self-centered do you have to be to be able to look at your phone while you're while other people are watching a movie? Like it just seems very self-absorbed. It's expensive. It's not. It's not right. cheap. You know, type of thing. And that's the thing. Like like. We went to a, we went to this one's called Penn Cinema, which is on Caroline Road. I know it's for locals only, but right, Italian right. stuff. But we, you know, it's those reclinable seats, and like, but like the families, like it's just like they, it's it's like they feel like they're at home. Like that's yeah. that's why I think these recliners are a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, people love it because it's bigger, and you know, right. they, and I get that it's more comfortable. Even though sometimes my my tailbone hurts after a while, like sitting right. in those in those chairs, and. It's just so annoying because the, 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 the chairs go up. It's like... Right. Over and over again. Maximum relaxation. The motor's going and then it's just like they're talking to each other like they're at right. home. And it's right. just like, this is the first time I'm seeing this movie. And I, you, I, can't, right. I can guarantee you it's the first time you're seeing this movie. Right. And then you leave going, oh, yeah, I thought it was okay. Maybe you would have thought it was better if you were paying the fuck attention, not right. worrying about what was on YouTube that moment. Right. You know, and it's just like, like why? Like, like I like you, I remember the old days when you go the this this this, this ru- like at like first come first serve. And you had to rush in yep. and get your the seats that you wanted, and you're uh-huh. like you see the people you're like ah. Oh. So you have to find another set of right. seats and all that kind of stuff. But there was that what I always call the buffer seat because it's like you never wanted to really sit next to somebody right. unless it was crowded and you had to. Right. You know, that was the, those moments. But there was always – now it's like you, you pay, pay for seats and you go, well, I want these seats. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, yeah, these are blacked out because somebody bought them. But I'll right. buy them right next to them because they're, they're just as good. Right. You know, so now you're, you're right up next you, to – You're still sitting next to a complete stranger, which I don't mind sitting next to a stranger if they are quiet, not scrolling their phone, not talking. And they're watching. You know what? Two, I've stand next to people in rock concerts. Movie theaters are just, just another way of a, of, a, of a shared experience. Right. Sharing that experience, don't but don't outshine it by fucking with your phone or right. talking to the person next to you. And that's and that's the thing they're talking or they're yeah. passing food around or they're you know can I and then it's it's not well, they're not whispering anymore right. either. They're, they're like talking and I'm like really like yeah like fuck like you. You look over a couple times like hey dude like, I've gone I've gone sh- like like trying to hope right. you know it works and like now they ignore it. But like, <laughs> I told someone I was going to feed them their phone once. <laughs> but the thing is, is that like like. 
Like you can't even you can't even you can't even have a buffer seat anymore right. because they, they they they'll stop you if you buy three seats and there's one in between that's like a set uh-huh. they'll they, they say no you got to buy that seat like it's yeah. like really like like how dare you tell me that I have to buy that spare seat that right. I want to buffer you know for between people I don't want to be <laughs> next to somebody. Like, uh, unbelievable. So, all right, all right. So keep going. Well, number two was the number one move from number one last week. Joker got dethroned. Uh, made twenty nine point two million over the weekend and two hundred and forty seven point two overall in the three weeks release with a fifty five million dollar budget. I can see Joker two happening. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini man should be taking a look. It's going fuck. All right. Two Will Smiths couldn't beat out. <laughs> and one Smith, one Smith, everyone used to like the nineties version. <laughs> <laughs> Number one was a new release, and this is the movie I saw: Maleficent, Mistress of uh-huh. Evil, made thirty six million dollars over the weekend. That's with the total budget. Uh, total gross, I mean. And so the so the queen of evil dethroned the Joker. <laughs> it said no budget, but I wanted to look it up just to see how much right. it was. One hundred eighty-five million dollar budget. How much did it make this weekend? Thirty-six. Right. I don't know if it'll make its money America. back. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It will set the sequel globally. But uh, all right. So how was it? How was it for a sequel? It was terrible. Really? It, it was. It was. Uh. Okay, well, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm, terrible is the wrong word. Okay, well, I got questions. Bizarre is first. The, 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 for, I want to say that first of off the bat. It was a bizarre movie, to, to say the least. It was kind of like a rehashing a little bit, but there was it, it not really a rehashing. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's pretend the audience didn't see it, and, okay. and let me ask you questions okay. and interview you, Ed. Okay. Okay, you saw the first Maleficent. Yes. Okay, it's basically a retelling of Sleeping Beauty through the eyes of Maleficent. Yes. Okay. Played by Angelina Jolie. Correct. By the way. Um, so you see the story, and at the end, you find out, you know, that Cinderella still falls asleep, and it's her. Aurora. Uh, oh, yeah, Aurora, whatever. Yeah. Old... Cinderella, Cinderella's a different story. You're right, Sleeping Beauty. It's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. It's a retelling of Sleeping Beauty through Maleficent's eyes. Um, Mis- Maleficent was misunderstood. That's the right. You know, that, 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 that was, that you got she was a fairy. She had wings that were ripped off of her. And by the end, she she's a drag. Well, she does. She's not even a dragon. It's her. It's the her crow friend. Yeah. You know. Um, by the end of the movie, everything. Every, everybody's all happy, go lucky, and you know, Maleficent is the goddaughter of godmother. Godmother. Sorry, godmother of fucking Sleeping Beauty. Right. Um, now I'm assuming that the second movie with Michelle Pfeiffer in it is a continuation of the story. Yeah. And she plays the evil stepmom. No. no, no, she's not. Okay. Well, she plays the mother of Prince Philip, who is God, the one who who Aurora is supposed to marry. Right, it's true love. Right. True love. True love to Blaze. It means to bet. <laughs> He said, true love. Fell <laughs> 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 the princess bride. <laughs> All right. So so she's the mom of Prince, what's his face? Prince Charming. <laughs> Prince Philip. Prince Philip, whatever. Prince Char- the other guy. <laughs> Prince Charming again, Cinderella. So, is, is it Cinderella? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Snow White. Is it? Maybe it is. I don't know now. I know it's not. One Disney, I know it's not this movie. One Disney broad, Disney prince, <laughs> Disney princess. Michelle Pfeiffer plays the mom of the Disney prince yes. who's going to fall in love and end with the Disney princess. Yes. Okay. 
All right, who kisses her and wakes her up, and not really it was Maleficent, but anyway. Yeah. So okay, so she plays the mom of Prince Philip. Right. All right. The prince. Let's just call him Prince. Oh, little red COVID. Baby, you got to slow, got to slow down. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. He how. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Sorry. So don't spoil it because I actually do eventually want to see this movie. Okay. All right. right. What, what, what was the question again? Though? My question was so it's a sequel and yeah. she, Michelle Pfeiffer plays the prince, what's his face? Is, right. you know, Philip's mom. Okay. Right. So where's the beef? Where's the beef? Yeah. Like, where's the beef? Like, why, why was all of a sudden there was a war and I see Maleficent half naked? Oh yeah, that, that, yeah. They, they they really wanted to like you know. It's like I think we got a na- naked closet. Like it's like Disney I, going. I, I always thought Angelina had a naked closet in all her movies anyway, because for a while any now, movie Greg, that she was in, Greg, she was let, 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 me, <laughs> let me stop people right there. It is PG. It is right. Disney. She ain't naked. <laughs> she's not, not ah! naked. <laughs> she just flies around naked. <laughs> There's, there is skin moments, but not not the skin moments that you want to see, you know. Right. She's Everybody sees her in, in the commercial where it's kind of like tattered material on her with yeah. her wings. And I'm going, why is she wearing that? Is she wearing that or is that her? Why is she? I don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like all right, I'll, I'll, I'm assuming there's a reason for it, but all right. I see. I, I can't tell you what the beef is without really spoiling it a little bit. Well, you can just give me the plot. Okay. The plot is basically that the... Prince Philip and Aurora uh-huh. get when it get, they get engaged. Okay, and of course the mother mother's are kind of against it in the beginning, but she oh. decides to embrace it because she wants to meet Maleficent and have them for dinner basically that night. So it's you, all a ruse to get Maleficent, right? Over? And, the, and the and the king wants to have the wedding because he's excited. He wants to bring peace among the kingdoms. Like he wants okay. to you know bring them together. So. They basically the, the the way the plot works out is the fact is is that I'm not going to tell you how she does it, but the right. queen deceives everybody. Okay, through it. So you think one way in the beginning of the movie, and at the end they explain everything. They do a switcheroo, right, or right. gotcha. You know, so okay. you you. But though I'll be honest with you, I figured it out with it. <laughs> but as soon as it was happening, I knew exactly right. what was going on. I'm like, sometimes that happens when you're watching a movie. You go, I know where this is going. Yeah, you, right, you, kind, you kind of see it, you know, especially like the, I think the trailer kind of gave some of it away, like in like seeing right. scenes and you're going and like that like goes through your head. And you're going, I already figured it out. Like, right. It's already. <laughs> hey, I don't remember seeing that scene yet. Gotcha. I mean, there right. is a there is a big kind of surprise. I don't think they, they showed in that much. I'm not going to spoil now. Right. Mickey Mouse shows up. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the but it was it was interesting, that that kind of story. But it was like it was just really bizarre because like they just. It goes from like one thing to another, and it just didn't really pan out until the end. And you go, it was confusing, uh, you know. And there was one scene that really bothered me through the whole thing, and I'm like, it made no sense at all. It made sense, but it did make sense at the same time, and I can't explain it. Right. But it was like, I'm like, I can't wait. To see, hopefully, you see it because I'm like, I can't wait to talk about this scene because it's like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, why did this happen? I, I, it it might, makes no sense. Might be one of those things where I look up on the fire stick. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I know like there's a couple movies that came out in video on demand. I'm like, oh, that means it's going to be good copies out there. <laughs> um, I want to see it. 
like a lot of people are going a lot of people at my job are going so have you seen joker yet and i'm always like yeah i haven't seen it yet and they're like really why and my response is i just don't care like <laughs> I, I they're like what do you mean you're you're you are a batman fan aren't you i'm like yeah i'm a batman fan doesn't necessarily mean i'm a joker fan i mean i like the joker as a character yeah but do i really need a quote-unquote origin story like i don't i'm not like there's nothing really going Ooh, let's go rush out and see that i just don't know why like my 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 level of oh i gotta rush out and see this is is not there you know i mean clearly it's what two weeks now and i'm like yeah i don't maybe not it's, it's three been two, three it's, it's been three weeks already three weeks, yeah it's the third I'm week like, all right well it is what it is i'm just like eh you know Maybe I haven't it. seen it yet either. So, yeah. I, there's also a little controversy too behind it. Of course, there's controversy behind it. But one I thought was kind of weird. I don't know if you heard this one, and it's kind of not. It's news related, but I don't think I have the article. Um, Stacy was scrolling, and apparently, the scene that he's dancing down the, the steps yeah. that you see in the commercial. Right. Apparently, the song that's being played at the time is the Gary Glitter um, song. You heard it at the eighties. It was now at sporting events. It's every sporting's events. It was at not anymore because Glare Glare was found guilty of child molestation, child porn. Yeah. So right away, everyone's like, "Why is that song in the movie?" I'm assuming that's the scene because there was a kid reenacting it for Halloween coming down his stairs and they had to get Glary Gitter's song on it. So I'm assuming it's got it's gotta be lifted right out of the like that scene's gotta be lifted right out. Yeah. And of course, you know, people are, you know, slamming the parents, going, Oh, what great parents you are to let your kid watch that song, watch that show, watch that movie with that scene with a kid a child predator who created the song. You know, why is that guy getting money? And and it was so big that Warner Brothers had to release a statement that Gary Glitter is not getting a dime from that movie. Like, to, to, you know, you figured, like, rights. Yeah. But apparently he's not getting the, he's not getting any money from it. Where that money's going, I don't know. I, didn't care. I, think, I think it's going to the victims of his... Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think fine. that generally that's what happens to those, a lot of those okay. artists that, that end up, you know, going to jail and, and right. you know, thing. They... Um, so I was like... Let's hope that does, anyway. Right. So part of me is like, eh, do I really want to... Like I just feel like I'd rather watch it in the comfort of my own home where I can watch it without anybody, without hearing someone make a statement that's going to just annoy me. It's like, it's a movie. Can we just please watch a movie in quiet instead of going, I'm insulted because of this. Right. <sighs> I'd just rather just stay home and watch it myself and just be like, if I'm going to be offended, I'll be like, Ed, I saw Joker and I was offended. Uh-huh. Or see, and go, yeah, you know what? I thought it was really, really good. Mostly I've been hearing it's really, really good. Or it was fucking boring. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, <sighs> do I really want to see this movie? It's like, I kind of want it. It's like a train wreck. You kind of, you can't, I, you got to go see it, you know? You're right. I'm, I'm like, like, but do I want to see it in the theater or do I rather wait for it? Cause I mean, am right. I, gonna, because it's a Joker movie. Right. Again, it, am I going to buy it? Yeah, probably. It's probably going to be in my yeah. collection. Yeah, and I figured, like, okay, well, I think I'm off this Tuesday. Maybe, you know, Stacy's going on a vacation. She's going back home next in about two weeks. So two weeks in about one week. You know, she's going to fly to Texas. And I'm like, well, maybe we can go to the movies Tuesday, maybe see it. Because, you know, $5 Tuesday, I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks to see it yeah. before I'll pay 
30. Right. Because <laughs> if I walk out going, oh, my God, that movie sucked. At least I didn't pay him much. At least I only spent 10 bucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm like, yeah. And also, I want to see Maleficent because I'm an Angelina Jolie fan. Right. And I'm a Michelle Pfeiffer fan. And so I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer ages gracefully. Yeah. So it looks great. I'm like, I never, I don't think the two of them ever been in a movie together. So I'm like, to, for me, I'm like, you got Catwoman, you know, <laughs> and and Angelina and Lara Croft together in a movie fighting out each other. You know, I'm like, okay, Ed's, uh, Ed's doing some quick research. Excuse me. Now, well, you, now, now you, the hiccups. Then you got me curious. Like, I don't think so. Like, I really don't, I don't think, I really don't think the two of them ever were in a movie together. I don't even think you even voice work. I better stop before we have to pay somebody. Trying <laughs> 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 to think. Uh, Stacy started watching the Blacklist because it's on Netflix. So every once in a while, I'll sit down and I'll watch an episode with her. Um, yeah, I don't think you're going to be able. To- yeah, the only ones coming up is uh, is definitely. Um- Maleficent? Maleficent 2, yeah. Mistress of Evil. Yeah, that, that, that title, actually, when you see it, you go, why was it called that? But, but, I, uh, I, it like, uh, made even, no sense. Even the title itself, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, Mistress of Evil? Like, oh, is she going to be turned full bad guy? I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Like, right, like finally that's, turn that's Maleficent most... into the evil character that she is because she kind of, she won the hearts of everyone last movie. Now you do the, now you turn her into heel. Like, it's what works. Wrestling works that way all the time. Yeah. Like, Oh, she's a baby face in this movie, and then turn her into a heel the next. You're like, oh, okay, and leave it as a sequel where you just go, okay, by the end of the movie, you hate her, and she's evil, and she's, you know, still sympathetic because you understand why she turns evil. Yeah. But everyone wants, you know, the redemption story, and it's like, no, she's evil. She's a bad guy. Let her be a bad guy. Spoiler. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't no. it? Everyone's, everyone's up being happily ever after again. Yeah. Oh, most well, everybody. But anyway. Well, I'm sure someone winds up dead. <laughs> no, really? No, but you'll you'll figure out later. Uh, you have to see it, and you'll under- you have to see it to find out yep, for well, yourself. That's exactly it. All right, what else you got there, Ed? Coming out? Uh, that was it. That was number one. Oh, so okay. that's our top five movies. But if you're talking about coming out, uh, I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. Are are are, are you doing this on the show now? No. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about releases of the week, kids. Okay, Ed, what is coming out this week on DVD and Blu-ray? Uh, the Lion King is coming out this Tuesday, the live-action version. Ma, what's on the menu? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yes, that's coming out this this, uh, this Tuesday. All right. Wonder Woman Bloodlines is also coming oh, out Tuesday, right. the next uh, animated movie right. in the <laughs> Wonder Woman. DC animation. So, um, uh, 007, the Daniel Craig collection is also coming out on 4K this week. Oh. So if you want it on 4K or the you Daniel see Craig. the 004K. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, Charlie's Angels, the movie, uh, is coming out on 4K this week. The, the, uh, you're tra- please tell me it's, it's the Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrett. Yes, that's okay. the one. Yeah. I, Dude, they're, re- they're remaking it, so. Yeah, it's coming out soon, actually. That's uh, why I thought maybe I'm like, wait, it already is getting, did it go? Did, was it straight to video that one? But no, you're no, the no. I just I saw the poster in, in the theater today, no. and I'm like, I'm like, ew. Yeah, all right, whatever. Okay. Uh, of Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Now this is uh, coming on Blu-ray only, and it's uh, it's going to be like a special 
extended edition that oh, they're doing. It's the hey girls, girl power edition. Right. Full throttle. Uh Veronica Mars, the complete first season. This is the the new the series on the Hulu that okay. was airing. So if anybody I started watching it. Does the uh, doesn't have Hulu wants to see the new Veronica Mars. There it is, kids. Uh Billy Bathgate, Kino Loiber Studios Classic is coming out as a Blu-ray DVD. And that is all the movies and uh television. Okay. Now. All right. Let's go on to move uh, video games. It's a big week, Ed. Yes, it it's is. It's a very big week. Yes, it is. <sighs> so here we go. I'm going to try and rapidly go through these as quickly as I can. Stop me if you want to talk about any of these. Uh, Boulder, Beholder 2. Sorry, Beholder 2 by Warm Lamp Games for the PS4. That's this Tuesday. Raging Loop by P-Cube for the PS4 and Switch. And that's for uh, Tuesday. Tangle Tower by SFB Games for the PC and Switch on Tuesday. All right. WWE 2K20 by 2K for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And that is on Tuesday. Yeah. Cat Quest 2 by PQ for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And that's on Thursday. So much was left unanswered with Cat Quest 1. <laughs> Right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare by Activision for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One on Friday. Killer Queen Black Killer Queen Black by Nighthawk Interactive for the Switch. That's coming out on Friday. Alright. Medieval by Sony by for the PS4. That is on oh, Friday. Okay. The Outer Worlds by I'm picking that up. Obsidian Entertainment for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One on Friday. For those people who are fans of um, the Fallout New Vegas, they're the people who made that one. Apparently, that one's supposed to be really good. I can at least talk about that one because I'm really excited for that one. Okay. Um, it's... Um, that, well, that's, that's the Atlanta list, kid, so... Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's beginning of the holiday season. You yeah. know? Call of Duty kicks it all off for video games. <laughs> um, Rico, The Outer Worlds is... You are it's kind of like Buck Roger esque in a way, and hear me out because <laughs> it's not exactly Buck Rogers. You are traveling to a planet. Kill Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> You're traveling to a planet, and um, like a you got a job at a planet, right? Mm. And they put you to sleep, and you get lost in space, and you wind up at your destination like seventy years, seventy years later than you should have, and you get woken up, and mm. you know, and then you realize that the planet you're on is more of a corporate like. There's, it's the world's not what you expected, and it's got like corporate sponsorships, and there's, you know, um, corporations doing legal shit, and it's your job to kind of, I guess, I don't know what, I don't know exactly what your job's going to be at that moment. You must catalog. <laughs> yeah, hey, data entry. Uh, <laughs> click, 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 click with an abacus. <laughs> click, 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 it's click, kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like Brazil. Yes. Um, but what's interesting about it is that it they they are talking a big game about full immersion as far as role playing that your character role for initiative <laughs> that if you um, they use this example of let's say you're you're doing a lot of funny you get hit in the head a lot mm. eventually if you get hit in the head too many times you can activate a perk called permanent concussion right uh-huh. and that. That perk, Boy. well, that perk basically will give you extra perks somewhere else, but it'll also have different branches of communication because you're not going to be as smart as maybe you once were. <laughs> but what's interesting, the fact, so you'll have new um, decisions to make, 
But not only that, and like some video games, they never really notice what your character does or what it looks like. But in this case, the characters around you, where if you give one of those dumb responses, one of your companions will be like, oh, I don't you know, the captain hasn't been the same ever since that fight back in Aurelia 3 or whatever it is, right. you know. Oh, give me a name of a planet out of nowhere. <laughs> like, um, so it's really interesting. And the, you have the ability to shoot anybody. Like, and I don't mean that you just go, woohoo. The idea is that, you know, like, hey, here's like an innocent body. Like, most, in most role playing games, you could, if it's got guns involved, you can shoot the place up and it's not going to kill anybody, any of the NPCs. Right. right? Um, non player characters. Right. Non player characters. I know most everybody got that. But, but in, yeah, if they didn't get it from this show, D&D 101, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm interested in seeing how that plays out. Like, you know, will I be more careful in my shooting? Or I'll just be like, I don't care. Oh, look, I killed that poor little innocent bystander. Woohoo! Roll for initiative. You know, I, I don't know. Like, a part of me thinks I'll be a little bit more not so crazy on the trigger figure. <laughs> But, You're gonna be careful for like like a day, and then all right. of a sudden you'll shoot somebody. Oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> what usually happens is there's a meme when I first start a stealth mission, and how I end, you know, and it's usually a person like really creepy, like just kind of really tiptoe, like Batman. Yeah. But then by the end, they look like Rambo because you're just guns blazing. <laughs> it's kind of usually what happens to me. I'm like, no, no, I'll just be quiet. And then the moment it's like, shh, you get a couple good kills in, you're like, yeah, and all of a sudden you step on a twig, crack, and all of a sudden just bullets start flying. You're like, fuck it, guy, you start screaming at the TV, die, all yous, start off so good, you're just like, I don't care at this point, just, oh, I'm so tired, it's so boring. I got a grenade on me. Let's see what happens. Like, yeah, this is what I'm calling fun. <laughs> Let's get some mayhem up in here. <laughs> uh, the so, game's walk in the shadows. <laughs> I um, I also might be, I might also get my hands on a copy of Medieval, that is, which is an old PS1 game. I okay. Know if, I don't know if you remember that one. It's the... If, if like, it sounded familiar, and then when you say it, PS1, I'm like, You yeah. are a um, knight. Not a good one. Yeah. And you get killed. Or it was in like your first <laughs> mission, right? And you die. Well, it's a short game. Well, no, what happens is is that the evil wizard tries to raise an army of the dead. Okay. And he inadvertently also raises you. Yeah. But you are still, you're very well aware that you're dead and you're a skeleton. Uh. And that, you know, you still want to prove your worth and be able to go to, I guess, whatever their version of Valhalla is to try to beat this guy for the first, you know, right. to finally get you, to finally beat him and prove yourself worthy of being a knight. I remember playing, I think it was a PS1, maybe a PS2 game. Um, it was very puzzle-oriented, like mm. kind of a top-down, you know, um, very Banjo-Kazooie, um, Jackson Dexter kind, okay. kind of thing. Like, it's that kind of gameplay. Right. Um yeah, it's supposed to be a, a, a beloved game. A beloved game. I remember playing, and I remember like, okay, it was, it was, it was cute. But then after a while, I get kind of, I got kind of like, <sighs> wait, I mean, I have to collect things in order to go to the next world. I hate that. I hate that most of all. If it's a plot device where I have to, like, you know, it's showing you need to collect five keys to get to the next level. I'm fine with that. Don't make it like he, um, 
Super Mario Brothers is that way. Like, hey, in order to get to the next world, you needed like 50 gold coins. Yeah. And you're like, but I only have 40, and you're telling me I have to go back and play like, oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, I, I, get, I get annoyed with that because I usually wind up not, usually wind up running out of cash. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, like, like with, with the Super Experience, like, like Super Mario Brothers, like, it's like, it's, it's not like you could go back. Like, you had to keep going right. forward. So, like, if you missed out, you had to go back and start all over again. Right. And it's just like, where the fuck was it? Like, now, like, you have to memorize it. But, like, 20 times, you have the whole board memorized, like, where yeah. every coin was. And you was. still can't find it. And you realize because you should have jumped here. Yeah. <sighs> nope. 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 No, not gonna do sir. It. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> I always annoyed me, though. I was like, oh, I hate those. It's like, you need this many coins. You only got this. And you're like, what? What? Or you're broke. And you're like, wait, what happened? Well, you every time you die, you wind up spending some money. I'm like... Fuck, I want to die like seven times. Now you're, you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me, kid. Ah, oh, just cr- Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get to the news. It's time for the news. Oh, I don't want to add to my story. I don't care about my story. I care about the news. The news. All right, Ed. Let's yes. see. Where we left off last week was... Uh... Okay, so we got a... Okay, there's a good one. Um, Disney confirmed an entire Marvel theme park is coming. coming. Yeah. Um, here is the article. Let's see if I can just click on that real quick. La, 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 la. Wow, how do I have six windows open? That's crazy. Maybe that's the reason why nothing ever gets done. <laughs> uh, 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 recent tabs, don't care. Here you go. All right. All right, so this was on October 10th, by the way. Uh, 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 originally announced at our D23 Expo, it will become an extension of an already present Guardians of the Galaxy ride that was introduced back in 2007. Um, they're basically in Cal- Disneyland California's adventure in 2020. It's called Adventures Campus. Okay? Um, like I said, it was announced at D23. It will become mm. an extension to the already present Guardians of the Galaxy ride that was introduced in the park in 2007. Yep. There will also be an inclusion of Avengers Training Ground, which is described on the official D23 blog as something that can encourage guests to, quote, become a part of an interconnected global story spanning from California to Paris to Hong Kong as the Avengers recruit new extraordinary people to join them. Uh, there currently has been no official confirmation as to what which superheroes will be making an appearance in the park, but judging by the concept art, Spider-Man in particular has been very present within all the pictures, as has Stark Industries, meaning Iron Man can't be too far from the public's reach. Um, the section of the park was reportedly taken over to the now defunct A Bugs Land section and will likely include a microbrewery, because, you know, beer, beer. Uh, a meet-and-greet area, and also a retail shopping section. Yeah, that's what you're going to say after once some drunk dude gone. Where's, where's Blackwell? I'm <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> I love you. Uh, the expansion is also coming to Disneyland Paris for those of you who don't live within a stone throws of California. Of course, because you, know, you mentioned Paris. It's got a. I wonder if they'll be like interconnected as far as like you know like a big giant webcam of some sort where what's happening in California is happening. In Paris. That wouldn't work. No. That would not work because the, the time times, different. yeah, looking at five hours ahead. Um, there's also eight. Is it eight? To it's, one? Well, it's five for five. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, 
The only difference between the Disney Park Marvel Lands is that California will have one more ride, but the net the two are set to be pretty similar in the superhero offerings. There's also been an announced a new Spider-Man ride, which will be located within the Avengers Campus. These campuses are going to be linked together in a global story, said Bob Chapik, chairman of Disney Parks. Through the combination of classic effects and innovative technologies, guests will be able to sling webs just like Spider-Man in an interactive, totally cool, cool but family-friendly adventure. Because, you know, sling, nothing says family-friendly like slinging wet webs. Thwip, <laughs> thwip. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how family started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see they got a black hat exhibit. Oh, hey, what happened? I slang some webs. <laughs> uh, the second attraction surrounding the Black Panther has also been announced where guests will, quote, fly to Wakanda to help the heroes defeat an evil villain. Uh, they have no idea who the villains yet. But considering the second film is probably coming out soon, probably somewhere from that. Uh, we find ourselves caught up in an even bigger adventure, one where we have all we all have to step up, suit up, and team up alongside the Avengers. You know, someone when marketing was like, "What do we need? We need to be able to do something. Uh, right. Step up, suit up, and team up alongside." Ooh, that sounds that's a lot of up there, Steve. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think, Ed? I actually saw the saw this article, and I've actually saw some video on this. the The web slinging thing it looks very cool. You basically put your hand over a like in your cart, like type of thing. Like, uh-huh. um, see, that's the thing. It's this is where it gets difficult. Only Disney people that have been to Disney World recently would know this type of oh, thing. Oh, it's giving some inside scoop for the people. Uh, it, it's called. It's the. Uh, uh, Crap, my brain's like not working. Toy Story Mania in Disney, actually in both, in both parks, California right. and, and and Florida. And basically, what it is is that there's a there's a basically three like D glasses uh-huh. and this like plunger thing that you pull, and it's a cannon basically. Okay, you're shooting okay. The type of thing. Well, if the three D glasses are still there, but instead of the cannon. It's a circle over that area. Uh, okay. You put your hand as like a like flinging, like you're uh, doing like a spider web. Okay. And on the screen, based on the 3D that you see, it goes flinging from your hand. <laughs> that just seems way dirtier than <laughs> you're describing it. You're just flicking your wrist, and things are you, flying you, off of it. You just like like you you could you, could you could do it like a forward push with your hand, like right. like, like you know you could do like a trackball or something like that for you with your fingers, right? And you get the same effect. But a lot of kids were doing like the sure. You know, look, if you're gonna be slinging webs, there's only one way to do it, and that's Thwip, thwip. You know, there's two yeah, ways. To know, do there's it. two ways of doing it. But if I'm if I'm on that but the, ride, but, I'm, the, but I'm, the G version I'm, is um, the, the the family friendly version is is you got you know it's the I don't know it depends on which which experiment. I'm a two finger guy. Yeah. I'm a two finger web slinger because <laughs> it's the it's the middle finger and the ring finger and the palm. Thwip, thwip. Yeah. You know, and you're like woo, rock on. You know, and uh, well, it's actually more like the love or. The Jimmy Superfly Snooker, if you hold your hands up high. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's an old reference. <laughs> I think everyone knows Jimmy Super. If not, Google him. You'll see what I'm saying. Like when he's on the top rope and he raises his hands up, he's always doing the flip, flip, straight up in yeah, the air, right. and then he lands. The frog splash. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's my Tasmanian devil. <laughs> um, I can't believe you used Jimmy's. <laughs> well, I don't know anybody like else a... who makes that symbol that yeah. people would recognize. And their granted, people are going, dude, if you just said to a non-Indian superhero doesn't know who Jimmy Superfly Snooker is, I bet you Rock knows who he is. I'm sure he <laughs> does. But I think but, Rock's but, probably but, related to him. But like, like everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Right. <laughs> you know, like they've seen the hand gestures. You got it. You got to go foot, 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 foot. 
You know, you can't just go like, oh, I'm just going to throw my hand over there. Like that. That's a person who's no fun. Right. That's I, a person who does not belong in Disneyland or Disney World. That's I'm saying that right now. Uh, it's probably some angry dad whose kids are dragging him somewhere, and he'd rather be back home having his affair. You know, <laughs> 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 just in there. My stupid kids. I'm here. I should be you know, with the kids and the family. I should be back home with my secretary. All right. Um, you know, the beer distrib- uh, dis- distillery is going to be like the Ant Man or something like that. Like it's going to be just like small and big, <laughs> like those kind of things. I think the the there, there's a Spider Man web store or something like that. You know. Okay. And it's just, you know it it looks interesting. And then the 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 Black Panther ride they show concept art of that. It's like you're in this single rider vehicle basically it's kind of like a jetpack in a way but a okay. big version of it you see it in um in a version of um an old movie of uh never say never again it's a james bond film oh okay with, at the uh sean connery sean connery thank you that you did that rocket ship that him right. and, and uh felix lighter are in right it's kind of like that okay. like design you know type of thing so if that's a way to look it up if you're not looking up the the artwork oh, okay. online but Right. Well, so. well yeah. since we're talking about Disney, yeah. did you know that $20,000 worth of attraction props went missing at Walt Disney World? Yes, I did. Of course you did. <laughs> this past October 1st, 20 grand worth of attraction pieces went missing from a storage location behind the test track in Epcot. Yes. According to the Orlando Sentinel, <laughs> a Disney cast member was doing inventory counts when he realized something was gone. I love that the fact that, dude, you're an inventory control, but don't worry, you're still a cast member. <laughs> that's what they call everybody. I know that's what they call everybody. You'd figure if you're going to be a part of the cast, it would be the upfront cast, not the behind the scenes. Like, hey, what are you? I'm a cast member of Disneyland. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Little did you know, you're an accountant. You know? I, I, I clean up trash. Like, yeah, I'm like, the trash I'm the, janitor. I'm the janitor, but I get to wear a Winnie the Pooh outfit but that's, doing it. That's the thing. It's like it's that kind of thing. Like, like we don't have to pay you a lot. Because right. you're a cast member. <laughs> you're a cast member. You're method. <laughs> In this role, you're going to be a janitor. Here's your sponge. Here's you're, your toothbrush. you got a sling burger. Yeah. You know, I want you to say, would you like Winnie the Pooh fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> would you like some Tigger dipping sauce? <laughs> <laughs> would you like some Eeyore nuggets? I <laughs> said <laughs> uh, I'd be too depressed. <laughs> hey, have some piglets in a blanket. <laughs> That's terrible. I'd eat it. Uh, oh boy. Well, according to that stat, we call it. Um, they were doing inventory counts for later. Something was gone. When he went to go look more into it, he realized that a set of sails used in the Peter Pan's flight, a shell, and three seats from Space Mountain were missing. <laughs> a shell? Uh, from uh, I'm thinking, how do you miss three seats? Like, <laughs> first of all, okay, I, but I got to put a th- put, put, put a pit in here because yeah. I'm now I'm now as I'm reading, I'm now my head's going. Okay, so you're doing inventory counts. I do inventory counts at my job, so yeah. I know what that's like. But they have the 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 seats individualized like are you on the ride going like you are you in it's behind the scenes so are you standing there in space mountain going okay here's car a and it's got one two three four four seats check okay car b it's got one two wait a second 
<laughs> I think I think I think they mean like three carts, like like oh, there's multiple seats. Okay, but they call it seats instead of carts because it's uh, okay. So, so it's not the full contraption because it doesn't gotcha. have the underlay tracks. Gotcha. The wheels. Okay. Like wait a tick. <laughs> uh, the materials the the materials attendant contacted the planning manager who notified the Orange County Sheriff's Office the following day. And there's a quote: None of the items taken have unique markings or serial number uh, serial items. Said the report. Uh, how the burglary occurred, it's still a mystery since it's, all you see is a bunch of dwar- a bunch of people dressed like dwarves. <laughs> Hi-ho. 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 It's off to steal we go. Hi-ho. 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 It's, it's off, off to steal we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, apparently um, it's... They were they were they were locked in a storage and there were there was fencing around the shed. Disney has declined to make any comments about it, calling it a law enforcement issue. We are aware of the we are aware of the black market for rare Disney pops is a lucrative one. Just earlier this year, a similar case was investigated when a former cast member and his cousin stole items from the haunted mansion. I remember that they stole like the 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 graves. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you have it, Ed. I mean, it's it's who we got in the case. Our two best and brightest, Chip and Dale. <laughs> we got <laughs> the we rescue got, rangers. We got the rescue rangers on the case. <laughs> um, well, Johnny Good, <laughs> Johnny Good, Ed. No, it's a wrong, wrong character. <laughs> Keep going. I, it's, I, it's, it boggles my mind because you go, was this all in one night? Like, did this did this sparse really like like a couple of days? Because obviously it's an inside job. It had to. It has to be an inside job. No way. It's like, how do you get that stuff out of a locked, gated room? I don't know. Fucking let's let's. Get Scrooge McDuck on the case, but it's like there's cameras everywhere, sure. like in in every park, like so you you like everywhere. So like like was it like they realized there was no camera and they go, you know, wow, like this shed's locked up and it's got a fence around it, but there's no camera, so we right. could be here all night, yeah. you know, moving shit out because it's like any anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like you're hauling stuff, and it's not small stuff. It's not like no. you know, like, like like little jewels or something like that. Like this is this is big you items. You need a truck to get to get right. those cards. It's not like I'm just going to throw this. It's the sales. Okay, maybe the sales. Maybe you can bundle that up and throw it over your shoulder and run. I'm thinking it was the plastic sales that are in the in the ride. Uh, like maybe. they're a hard plastic. I think. You okay. Know, I have to, it's been a while since I've ridden, so I have to I have to go back and. They're like the, no one will notice this. We're gone. No one yeah. rides that ride. <laughs> Like it's in storage too, so you figure like, see, so yeah, it's totally an inside job. Has to be right, but, it, but it's like like, it, but how do you not? Where's Pete? Right, <laughs> like like like, how do you not know? Like like, it's it's bottled my mind. How, how often do they do that inventory count? That's true, but here's the thing: like, like with the cameras and all, like if you steal from Disney. <laughs> Like <laughs> no, wait, no, I'm just, if I'm, you steal from Disney, someone comes after you. That's all I'm saying. If you don't you you can't make you it out. You, you don't, don't make it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. They put the grab on you before you, you before you like by the time you're out of the store. Here we go. You're just standing there. And you see you feel that that arm at the meat of your arm. You meet your back of your arm going. Excuse me, sir. Can you come this way, please? Yeah, there's they're, they're basically you're right. Don't make a ruckus because we don't want to make a scene. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's videos on YouTube, so sure. it's not like making it shut up. Like like they literally like grab you and they're like they're like please it's, come it's with us. It's the mom arm pinch as a kid you get. You're like and there's there is like if you go into the parks, there is areas that like you can't right. go into. It's like like employees only or cats. <laughs> members only you know like static 
<laughs> and like, but like, like you'll go through that door, and that's the last they see of you. That's the last they see of you. you exactly. <laughs> so like, like, because like one kid was talking about like he was on a band trip or something like that, right. this thing for school and all, and he he took something that was like small, was like a keychain or something. Like, oh. Grabbed them for it, snagged them, and snagged them right away, and it was like he. You're going to go in the cave of wonders. He, no one comes out of that. He, he barely made it out the door. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like type of thing. Like it's like I'm like I'm like I think Vegas has like like just as bad as. <laughs> it's uh, like Vegas has more leniency they'll just break a finger mickey takes apart (laughs) no sorry dude you you stole from the mouse we gotta take your ring finger i'm sorry it's it's like but it was a child it was a key ring yeah i know that's we take a finger for a key ring i'm I'm, I'm sorry you don't want to take it you don't want to get a car that's all you're lucky you're walking away light mickey likes you sir because we see that you wear a winnie the pooh t-shirt good thing mickey likes winnie the pooh because if not You'd be swimming with the fishes. You'd be you'd be real up close and personal with Sebastian. I would receive. We would see receipt for that shirt, by the way. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and it's just like, but it's like they 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 have people. Like, Judging by the markings on that Winnie the Pooh tail, it's a it's a bootleg copy from seventy five. What's which more which is even more scary is the fact is is that you see security guards walking around the park like in their Disney outfits right. like the with the hat looks like a cop but it's got the oh, okay. it's got the Mickey on the badge you know so you you know like you, you know you know it's like right. it's a cop but they work for the mouse you see <laughs> see the badge I work for the mouse let's drop and give me twenty. You know, but it, but there are actually undercovers that are are, are posing sure. as family. Right, you got the guy in the goofy hat or the stitch hat going, it's, the Hawaiian shirt going. Come on, kids, let's all go. And that's literally, exactly it, like, um, we have a, a ten twenty eight here at the uh, Magic Teacup ride, and uh, <laughs> for exactly, and the, like like guys talking into his wrist. <laughs> I showed you that tomorrow pin I got when yeah. they released the movie. Uh-huh. We were at like it premiered that night or whatever. We were in a cruise, and then we were in Disneyland or Disney World for a couple days and the guy came up to me he was wearing a goofy hat with a, <laughs> like he looks so ridiculous i'm like i'm like you know now i think i could spot security there not like just because this guy was really over the top with his clothes right. and he, he's talking to me because i was wearing the uh, um it was the 40th anniversary it was because that was a couple years ago of the um Oh crap carousel progress ride gotcha and okay. i like that's one of my favorite rides in the park because it's 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 slow. It's a slow air conditioned ride. <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's like the Hall of Presidents. You have to stop in there. Why? Because it's a long, hot fucking day. Because <laughs> you need and to take a nap. To, you get to sit in, take a nap, and then you're, you're in a cool atmosphere. And then next thing you know, you roll out, you're in Italy, you get some pizza, and you're out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, like, I actually enjoy it because it, it, it goes through time, like, of different moments sure. of time. Like, like right. Tricity, I was at I, I, Everyone I, loves that ride. I, I, you know. So I'm wearing the shirt. So he was telling me, and I was talking about technology because I was in, I'm into computers, obviously, you know. Right. Like, and so he's like, well, he gave me the pin and he walked away. And it's like, <laughs> and somebody, like, I think he went to a cop and started talking to him. And I'm like, that's when I knew he was like, like, right. work for the company as like an undercover. <laughs> Little does he know that that, that Tomorrowland pin has a, has a receiver on it. Right. Every word you're talking about while you're it's, in the It's room. sitting over there on the desk. Right. You know, they're listening to every show. So far, the only one of them is really not a disparaging Disney, but he must work because he kind of knows all about the behind, the leg breaking, the finger grab. <laughs> <sighs> we got to keep an eye on that, Sean guy. <laughs> so yeah, so but uh, 
You can't get away with Disney. You can't get away with nothing when you're in that park. Disney. So it's amazing you're, that somebody stole $20,000 right. worth of stuff. I'm like, how'd they pull that off? Uh, bippity boppity gone is what they did. All right. Well, Ed, um, there is a new overlord at uh, Marvel Comics. Really? Yes. Um, let me just get the. It's not really an overlord, but I mean, it depends on how you think. Kevin Feige is now in charge of Marvel Comics. Oh, that's a big mistake. Excuse me. <laughs> that's a huge mistake. Um, for the past decade and change, Kevin Feige has been the, uh, the characters of the Marvel Comics universe, blah, blah, blah. Thanks to impressive accomplishments with the 23 MCU movies, your grandpa now knows who Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Black Widow are. Um, however, according to Deadline, Feige has a new title of Chief Creative Officer at Marvel. CCO, as they call it in the kids right. call it. Basically, it means not only in charge of Marvel Studios, but Marvel Comics and Marvel Television as well. In terms, oh, of, in terms of all things Marvel, the buck stops with him. Yeah. Uh, Dan Buckley will still continue his role as president of Marvel Entertainment, and Ike Perlmutter will stay on as chairman, but the creative decisions will all fall onto Feige. So what's this mean, Ed, for the fans? Yeah, what does it mean? It means Do that, tell. It means that the relationship between the comics and Hollywood will be even closer than ever. Feige will be able to use the comics to test out different storylines and ideas to see what clicks with the fans and then use those ideas for future films and TV shows. Uh, to an certain extent, Marvel Studios have always done this. Characters like Thanos, the Black Order, which were used in Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, by the way, mm. were created in recent years by writer Jonathan Hickman with at least some eye on how they might be used in the MCU down the line. But now the connection between publishing and other media might be stronger than ever. <laughs> the Emperor. It also means that the weird distance between Marvel TV side and the MCU will probably evaporate. Though technically shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix Defender series were connected to the MCU, those connections were loose at best, let me yeah, be honest. Yeah. Going forward, expecting anything that appears on Marvel TV side to have much stronger ties to the overall story in the, M in the MCU. One would imagine this doesn't just apply to the Disney Plus streaming series, series either. Series like Runaway on Hulu will probably start to tie into the overall MCU, a lot more with Feige now operating as the man in charge of everything. Um, as far as I know, Feige will also continue his role as producing a Star Wars film with, for Kathleen Kennedy. Whether or not this makes Star Wars move a Marvel Studios project is unknown, but there has been a very long relationship with Marvel Comics and Star Wars, so it wouldn't be shocking to see the Marvel Studios logo up in front of whatever his Star Wars films turn out to be. I don't know if I could. I don't know no, if I could. It's, it's a bad idea. I, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm like I'm against. I'm this saying, you know, Marvel. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like, I just no. It needs to be the Lucasfilm logo. Yeah. Uh, all right, so um, <clears throat> I thought they were going to be like, hey, we're going to tie in Star Wars to the MCU. See Iron Man on the Millennium Falcon one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they've already been in space. What's one step more? Yeah. You know, them fighting with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you have it, Ed. Terrible, terrible idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, for movies, yeah, you know what? Kevin Feige is the man for Marvel movies. Right, you know, like type of thing. I think they got to the point where they're like, yeah, Disney, the Mar Star Wars, not working out. Like a lot of people are like, I, I could tell you, I watch at least one video a day on YouTube right. against Star Wars, like bad mouth <laughs> anti Star Wars, anti Star Wars 
like movie like a thing like talking about <sighs> Disney and how they're panicking and all this kind of stuff. That's why Kevin Feige's now getting involved and blah blah blah. Uh, right, right. You know, and there's like nine different endings for episode nine now that they're <laughs> they're working on or six or something like that. Some ridiculous number of endings that they're working on and right. re-editing it and they're trying to appease everybody. And I'm I like, I actually have an article about uh about the oh okay well I'm about, also, no no not about that but, but but about Star Wars episode nine okay um and then you know like just. The, all those things, and I'm like, like you know, and then you're like, okay, he's going to TV, like he's doing TV television, but he's really doing the Disney Plus. So it's like, okay, you're, but you're going to combine all that together, <clears throat> right? But now you're like, you're, you're basically fucking Angels and Shield over because that's like, well, they're close. Aren't, aren't isn't their show coming to an end? I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I assume I thought this, I thought it was done already. I think it was coming <laughs> back, and I'm like, I thought this season was back? the final season. Yeah, so it might be. I don't know, but. I, it just it was terrible when I watched it. I don't. I don't. I, I can't. It had some moments. I like keep the, wanting to go back and start rewatching it again. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of want to go back because I, I always. I always go to Hulu and have it. And right. I'm like ready to like hit play. It's on watch. Netflix too. That oh, was it. Yeah, all the seasons are on Netflix for now. Maybe it was until, on Netflix. Until I was Disney watching. Plus maybe, comes around. Maybe it was on Netflix. Then it's going to switch. You know, it's going to switch over to Disney Plus. What it starts? What November eleventh. 12th. November 12th, right. Okay. 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Right. So, November on Tuesday 12th. Tuesday the 12th. It's going to be like, all of a sudden, there's going to be a blackout, and everything Marvel is going to be gone the night before. The 11th, it's going to be, wait, where's everything? It'll be crickets. <laughs> and next day, Idaho. <laughs> Welcome to Disney Plus. <laughs> um, but that's your the thing, one stop shop for old Mickey and all <laughs> Star Wars and all Marvel. But that's the thing, like, Welcome well, to the program. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, right okay. okay. But that's the thing. Like a lot of things that were contracted to those things are still stuck in those areas. Right. So like that's the that's the only downfall I have to say about Disney Plus is the fact is that everything's going to be on there right away. But there's so much content on there. By the time you get through that content, which somebody already figured out by the math, like how many like hours, and days, right, and months right. it would it take? You're not going to miss that stuff that's missing, but because by the time you would watch everything else, right. then it's going to be on that. I, I did have a list of what do you call it of all the stuff that was hitting Disney Plus, and it's a long ass list because I was just kind of curious. There's a there's a three hour video on YouTube, really, that shows everything that Disney released that they're that they're showing like little little clips of each movie. They like, <coughs> think they'll give the title and the date year it was released. Ugh. So yeah, it, it's basically like. I started watching it through 30 minutes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back to that later. I'll I'll know in a month. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Um, well, Ed? But I I think it's a bad idea that, that Kevin Feige is going to control everything because it's just like, don't get me wrong, he does a lot of great things, but I don't think you can really push him to like that point. Like, I'm more worried about him doing a Star Wars thing. I mean, I know he's only producing it, but <laughs> still, like, there's a point where, like, you understand Marvel characters, you understand superheroes, but Star Wars is different it's not the same like you know you, you there was a mold that you kept using for a lot of films right, like that felt right. like you know i know you didn't write them but you're like you kind of like i think led that direction and you know the tone of them yeah gotcha. and you know like, you're like i don't want to see you i don't want to see like luke skywalker in a, in a suit that has it you know, star <laughs> tech in it you know or, or you know you tech that you know comes up someone lights up a lightsaber on the side that says stark industries <laughs> his arc reactor is nothing but a lightsaber to start off with if you think about it it was light technology what what that's not true at all 
So that you know, you find uh, out that the quantum realm and Ant is and Ant Man is actually the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, it was it hard was. to get to. It was it was very hard to get to, and I shrunk down to subatomic level. And next thing you know, droids, <laughs> <laughs> which wound up being nanotech from Stark Industries. Go figure. Goes <laughs> full circle, kids. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Yep. All right. So I say, I just think it's a bad idea. All right. Well, um, speaking of Iron Man, yeah. More like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. You and I watched the trailer for Doolittle. Last week, yeah. Last week. What'd you think of it, by the way? Um get, yeah, I, yeah. It, get honest. You're in a safe spot. safe spot. You can be honest. I think I'll not be judged. I, I this is the internet we're talking about. They're fair I and think, unbiased. I think I think liar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Doolittle it's a safe movie. I, I think it's I think it's gonna I think I think it's gonna do very well. I'm not, you know, like, like, but it's like well, there's like Robert Downey Jr. It's like how much more Disney money can I get? <laughs> you know, like what do little? Sure, I can do that. <laughs> do yeah. little? No, I want to do more. <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> Does it come with a better paycheck? Because I'll do everything. You know, because he's he's doing the same accent that he's doing that he did in, in Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's, right? his, that's his British accent. You got you know, like like it's like it's like he's like all right, let's take Jungle Book, let's take stuff from Jungle Book and take stuff from uh, Sherlock Holmes, yeah, and slap it together, and it's Doolittle. You know, you're like <laughs> you're like ah. Uh, I love the uh, fact that they can't call it Doctor Doolittle. It's just called Doolittle. Right. Like one name says it all. Eddie Murphy's back. <laughs> Doolittle. <laughs> Starring Robert Downey Jr. It look, I mean, it looks like a grand epic adventure. So I'd be like, "Yeah, am I gonna see it? Of course, you know. Am I gonna enjoy it? I don't know." Sure, Ed. But guess what? Yeah. Alleged Doolittle crew member pens epic rant about trouble production and batshit director Stephen Gagnon. Really? Yes. Uh, this was on the fourteenth, so um, take it for what it's worth. Um, actually, uh, some it's basically there's been a ton of examples of sort of friction on set, and apparently the latest film to go down in history is a trouble production. Is the upcoming Robert Downey Jr. adventure movie Doolittle? He's like, Doolittle. You know his name. You know his job. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, it's uh, the direct. Uh, someone described the director of Doolittle, Stephen Gaghan, as batshit and a fucking moron. Um, if this is to believe, it sounds like as if Doolittle was a train wreck that Universal was barely able to salvage at the at the last minute. According to a recent Twitter post, which itself is a repost of a social media thread of an unnamed worker from the set of Doolittle, had a ton of things to say about the filming process of the family-friendly film. Uh, while we don't know who the whistleblower is, it would appear that from the context of the stories that the person worked on the extensive animation slash CGI in the film. Um, let's see. It's important to understand that Doolittle is the upcoming film star Robert Downey Jr. Uh, it, it, if those people who don't know who Doctor Doolittle is, Doctor Doolittle is a person who can speak to animals, literally. Yes. Uh, in this film, it's not just one or two animals that converse with the good Doctor. Instead, there's a whole menagerie of wild creatures voiced by A-list talent that populate the film, which is a credit to director Gang Gaghan. I'm going to say his name is, despite already published reports of Chris McKay. Uh, coming aboard to rewrite portions of the film for reshoots that were helmed by director Jonathan Leibsman. So already it sounds like oh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of cooks in this kitchen, Ed. Right. 
Uh, here are some of the quotes. It was a it was deep in production hell last year. They started filming scenes before they even had a plan where the anim- the animated animals would be standing at. It was nuts, wrote the disgruntled crew member. Um, and syntax, by the way, syntax and spelling errors were kept intact for whatever reason. And then the batshit director went and got fired, which was a little too late after his insane outburst and subsequent banning from stepping foot into both the lead concept department and the lead previs animation department. The rant continued. And then he demanded that the previs department be fired because, quote, we can we can figure it out on the day. Yes, Stephen, you can figure out where the five-plus animated characters and Robert Downey Jr. are standing when you have 30 individual cameras, camera shoots on a film on a Monday morning, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it was mentioned about how uh, Liebsman and McKay were brought on to save the film after Universal was, disple- was not pleased with the test screenings, the crew member admitted that they weren't there for the reshoots, but said, if it's even remotely watchable, then the new guys deserve some fucking medals. Ha ha ha. Uh, in addition to the laundry list of issues brought up by the crew member, the fact that Gahan, whatever, was literally insane, almost put a fist through a new 8K TV because the talking goose wasn't on screen while it was talking in one shot, even though he asked the week before for us to move the goose out of the shot. <laughs> it's like no you know what I need to see without the goose where's the fucking goose why can I hear him and I can't see him where is he well sir you, you told us that. no I did never said that <laughs> I've actually known some people who've done that yeah uh, now even as after these stories sounds horrible perhaps the most entertaining rant is that it it is published by the disgruntled person is a description of Gahang's dong apparently yes the director's literal companion animal the crew member describes the animal as one of the most incredibly regal-looking motherfuckers I've ever seen. <laughs> However, the regality comes in the healthy dose of racism, apparently. The dog is described as a stone-cold racist that would track down every human in the building with even the slightest drop of ethnic accessory and bark. <laughs> okay. I, that's, a, that's, a, that's an odd one. That's, yeah, okay. Now you just kind of go, okay, well... So, do you take the story of face value? Maybe it's just the one rantings of a maniac? You know, yeah, that dog, racist. How? Who, every time someone, Mexican guy walked by, barked. African-American guy walked by, barked. White guy walked by, didn't bark. Fucking racist dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, it's, a, like, like well, I know, like, some, I'm not going to specifically say something, but I, I the person, but... They had a dog that every time somebody wore a hood would bark. Right. And the neighborhood that they lived in was a dark community. And so, like, all the darks were wearing hoods. <laughs> this, is not, this, well, not, and- this turned horrible. I am sorry. <laughs> this is not the idea. What you could say is the person grew up in a predominantly African-American neighborhood. Yeah, good. And therefore, the dog, because they were wearing hoodies, was the dog was reacting to people wearing hoodies. Yes. I just it's one of those unfortunate things where if the majority of your community looks one certain way, it makes it look like the dog's always barking at that one right. particular space. I'll be honest, my dog kind of does that too. Yeah. My dog tends to have she picks and chooses who she barks at. I don't understand. I try to figure out the rhyme. Like I don't know why she does it. Sometimes like if a kid walks by, she'll be perfectly fine. But sometimes a kid will run by and she'll start she'll want to go chase after the dog. Now a part of me is like, oh, she just wants to play. I don't think so. 
Right. You know, sometimes she'll be real nice with women, but real mean to for to men. And I I think that that just might be a, a dog thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I also live to, I too, I also live in a multicultural neighborhood now. Right. So I don't know. It's like my we got the dog from dog was adopted, and I always say like if you adopt a dog, you adopt its problems. She, it's there's no rhyme or reason. It's not like a certain specific person. Like one guy could walk by and she'd be perfectly fine. Another guy would walk by, could wear the exact same clothes, and she would just kind of not go after him, but definitely like go woof woof woof, you know, like yeah. kind of like pull on the leash. But it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. Like I can't. So I mean, I can I can see a dog doing that, but I wouldn't actually call my dog racist. Yeah. You know, I don't. It's either a scent or a feeling or. Dogs are kind of an intuitive creature. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm always like, well, maybe she just picks up on something. Right. You know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not defending the racist dog. I mean, if you, if you train, if you, if you are a, a person of one color and you train your dog to hate a, a people of another color, the dog's not necessarily racist. You are. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. You're just using their, your dog as right. a tool. It's for... a learned behavior, not a born behavior from dogs. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Dogs are colorblind. Like, like that is a good point, Ed. Like, how's it? How's it tell? Like, it's all how, black and white. To death. <laughs> like, how, how does it tell, tell the difference? Like, like the like. How do you train something like that? That's like I, I don't want to know, and I want to know at the same time. Right. It's like, yeah, I don't want to know because it's a bad idea. And I, like, I don't want to. How do I know? But I'm like curious. Like, do. like, 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 whoop! How does that work? Because it's like that's got to be really like a talent <laughs> that you're you're wasting. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Um. All right, so. I also have some information on the movie The Batman. Okay. Okay. First of all, they've hired Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz will has recently been tapped to play Selena Kyle, aka okay. Catwoman, in the Matt Reeves directed pick. Um, Zoe Kravitz is the daughter of uh, Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet. Yes. Lisa Bonet, who is now currently married to Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Right. So I just figured I'd give you a little family yeah, ties there. Yeah. But the big news is is that Jonah Hill passes on role in the Batman. Remember how we were talking about how he was being eyed and people were like, you were like, I hope he's not the Penguin. That seems a little too on the nose. Right. Well, apparently, after being offered a role in the Batman, Jonah Hill has moved on from the project. Why? No one currently knows. <laughs> uh, insider tells Variety that when the news was initially reported, it was very early in the negotiations that the deal was far from closing. Uh, one of the points brought up in negotiations was whether Hill would play the Penguin or the Riddler, and now Reeves and Warner and now Reeves and Warner Brothers will have to go back to the drawing board to see which actors will take on those roles. Um, that's not true. They hired somebody to play the Riddler, um, so like almost like the next day. And I don't think I have him in my article. Yeah, I did. Fuck it. I fucking forgot to grab it. Um, but the fact that Joan Hill passed was, I think, a very good idea that he passed on it. Like, I don't think he could have pulled off any of the rogue gallery. Gallery. gallery thank you. Uh, in, in the Batman. I, I, I just, because of his comedic chops, like, I've never, like, I've seen him do serious stuff, but I can't see him doing something like that, like, between, like, in a way. Hey, uh, maybe he was going to go, wah, 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 wah. You know, maybe he was going to go Burgess Meredith yeah, Penguin, or I don't know. I don't know. I I just it just it, what that didn't look like it was going to be a right fit for Jonah Hill to play. Like, maybe I he realized that in the end. Maybe he was like, okay, well, it almost seemed like an obvious choice to play the Penguin, and maybe he was like, well, that's my role. I don't really. Don't, what's how big was the part? Because they're talking about like 
multiple p- villains being in this right. movie. So if he wants to be the penguin, if they're going to go, well, we'll give you the penguin. It seems to be like someone sat around. If they're going to do the 1960. They're going to remake the 1966. Right. Because if you're going to, you're going to have the Riddler. Yeah. You're going to have Catwoman. You probably are going to have the penguin. You'd have some form of Joker, most likely. Yeah. Um, if the rumors are true and it's a long Halloween, guess what? Harvey Dent's going to be in it. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're going to have at least five, maybe six characters of his rogues gallery going to be there. Right. So you're like, okay, well, how big of a part is it? You figure in a two and a half hour movie, even if they say, fuck it, we're going to make it three hours. That's a lot of character stuff to do, especially if you're building on this new, like, hey, it's Jonah Hill, ladies and gentlemen, as the the penguin. Or so-and-so is the Riddler. The kid who's the Riddler was, um, he played... Oh fuck! I gotta get his name because it's it's gonna drive me crazy. Because you've seen him in the movie Fanboys. Mm. He's one of the kids from Fanboys. He's the the lead kid, I think it was in Fanboys. Uh, 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 uh. He also played Jimmy um, Superman's buddy. What's his face? Um, come on, Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Yes. <laughs> All right. So he played the- Jimmy Olsen. Oh, oh, uh, oh, um. In, in, we call it, um, Batman, Superman Returns. Yes. Okay. So, he was, uh, he was, uh, uh Paul tr- Dano. Paul Dano is going to be Edward. Apparently, they have him down as Edward Nash. Um, that kid. Yes. Okay. I'll give you down, I'll give you his filmography. So, just. Was so like, he in Detroit Rock City? Yes, he was in Detroit Rock City. He is. Uh, it's an obscure movie, kid. But yeah, it is. But it's a really good one. Uh, he was in Swiss Army Man. Uh, he was Hank. He was in with um, what do you call it? Um, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel, yeah, thank you. He was in Twelve Years a Slave. He was um, uh, in Looper. He was Seth in Looper. Uh, he was in Cowboys and Aliens. He was in uh, Night and Day as Simon Feck. He was in. Where the Wild Things Are, he was a voice. Uh-huh. He was also in There Will Be Blood. He was also in Little Miss, Shun- Little Miss Sunshine, uh, Taking Lives, The Girl Next Door, The Emperor's Club. Uh, maybe he wasn't in Superman Returns. Maybe I'm thinking about a completely different kid. Yeah, interesting. Fascinating. Uh, now I'm going to have to... Fuck. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up because I'm already here, Ed. Uh-huh. Superman Returns. Uh, 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 yeah. Superman Returns. Brandon Ruth, Ralph. Uh, who was Jimmy Olsen? I thought it was him. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm mixing those two kids up. Those two wacky kids. Uh, Sam Sam Huntington is Jimmy Olsen. They kind of look alike. I apologize, Ed. That's what Sam were. That's what Sam. But Sam Huntington is. In Detroit Rock City. Yes, he is. Uh, so you and I, I am completely wrong with that. I, I feel I, I'm, I'm embarrassed and ashamed <laughs> that I, I'm sorry, Sam. It's Superman Returns. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really going to uh, foil on that one. I, I'm sorry, Sam. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Um, all right. I think the kid, either way, will, be, will do good. I, I, the stuff that he's been in, I like them. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, and, of course, like I said, Zoe Kravitz. Is uh, Catwoman? <laughs> I, uh, like what's she been in? Like I'm trying to like like she, I think if Mary, I th- okay, well, uh, so you there. Since I'm there, um, she was in Grindhouse. Um, she was in the the 
she was in. Oh, she was in Planet Terror and Grindhouse. The, well, she was, well, she was in Grindhouse, and Grindhouse, but she was in the one, um, Death Proof. Yes. She was one of the girls in the beginning, I want to say. Yes. Zoe Kravitz. She was the, she was the radio, radio DJ. Right. She was also in Mad Max Fury Road. She was? Yeah. She was uh, Toasty Unknown. Um, I don't know what that was. I don't know what she was in. She was uh, Angel Salvador in X-Men First Class. She was the, the go-go dancer. Oh, okay. All right. Know? Okay. Well, all right. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, she was in Fantastic Beasts and uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald. She was Lita Lestrange. Okay. Right. I didn't see that one yet. So. Okay. Um, she was Mary Jane in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. All right. All right. Okay. Um, she was Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. And was she really? That seemed... That was what, one line, two lines. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, she was in. Uh, she was in the TV show Dope. She was in the movie Insurgents. She was in Fury. Magnum Max Fury Rose is Toast the Knowing. Uh, she must, she must have been one of the girls that they were toting across. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she was in After Earth. After Earth. Yeah, Californication. X Men First Class is Angel Salvador. Um. Okay, well, I mean, see, yeah, like, when got, you said that, I'm like, all right, she's got some acting Yeah, shots, she so goes she can back to, off. maybe she wasn't, God damn, Sean, you're really off today. She was in The Brave One. She goes back to 2007, uh, her acting stuff. Okay. All right, um, I mean, all right, sure, why not? I don't care. <laughs> uh, will I see the movie? Yeah, I'll probably see that movie, because... It's Batman. Uh, right, it's Batman. Batman. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, I you never you. know. Heath Ledger was a. <laughs> You're right. I like. Yeah. I, it's, I'm like. Okay. What did it, it? She's cute enough. Yeah. You know. I'm sure she's got the little cat. Like you know. It's it's it, you, you have to sell though the the magnetism between Batman and Catwoman. Right. right? That's, that's the that's the hard part because right. people go wait Robert Pattinson the vampire from. Twilight. He really didn't have the a lot dead-eyed, of uh, right. He didn't Twilight have a eye. lot of passion in that or Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire because he was in the movie for all maybe twenty minutes and died in it. Spoiler. <laughs> but that's the thing though. Like, like I've, I heard some things that he was really good in that like nobody that saw. Like, right. You know? He was great in this movie. No one saw. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it really? Does it make a sound? That kind of. Hey, I heard Robert Pattinson was really really great in this movie that no one saw. Was he? Was he though? <laughs> like, because I because I can tell you this now. They like like I forgot. The, I don't even know what the name of the movie is. Then we still gonna go see it because we're like, well, let me right. go, let me go look his IMDb up and look I mean, at that movie. I think it was Cosmology or Cosmology. Uh, there was a movie that I wanted to see that it's like free on Vudu, uh. and it everyone says he was phenomenal in it. And I have it like queued up because it's like one of those free movie plays yeah. with free with ads. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll invest like two hours of my time in her. I've yet to watch it. <laughs> so, yeah. just, yeah. so like, like nobody's still going to see it. Like you can you can talk about it all you want. Nobody's nobody's going to see this movie because he's in it. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I'm telling you now, kids. Go ahead, comment you want follow below. I will email me at wordswithgeeks.com. Let me know. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm a creature of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my room, Alfred. <laughs> All right, so here's here's my J.J. Abrams Star Wars story. Ready? Oh, okay. 
J.J. Abrams wants to once Rise of the Skywalker to make Star Wars a nine movie story that is as cohesive as possible. Okay, that was a quote. All right. In the future, Ed, when Star Wars fans of yet of a yet another generation kick back and watch the nine films of the main trilogy in the sequential order, The Rise of Skywalker, director J.J. Abrams is aiming for them to feel wholly satisfied with what's asked and answered in the larger narrative. Okay, vowing that he and the team are, quote... Oh, well, hold a sec. Uh, <laughs> I want to put, put a flag on the thing right okay. away. Because the first six movies aren't cohesive as it is. Because there's certain scenes where you go, wait a minute, this didn't happen in like episode four or five or whatever. And, you know, they're telling you it happened in one, two or three, you know, like they, like it's like, no, it, like it, that's <laughs> not cohesive as it is anyway, but go ahead. Okay, well, vowing that he and the team are, quote, not screwing around with the series closer, Abrams, who previously helmed The Force Awakens, told Entertainment Weekly as much as he probably could regarding matters of Skywalker. Ready? Mm-hmm. This is a quote. This is about bringing this thing to a close in a way that is emotional and meaningful and also also satisfying in terms of actually answering as many questions as possible, he said in an interview. Um, So if years from now someone's watching these movies, all nine of them, they're watching a story that is as cohesive as possible. He also explained that while there was obviously planned elements to the new movie, he and co-writers Chris Terrio made points to keep quote-unquote discovery on the brain uh, whatever that means it all he's another quote it also doesn't mean that there's a list of payoffs that we want to have that we have to do because of setups he said but we are very much aware this is the end of a tr- of the trilogy and it needs to satisfy we went into this thing knowing it and has it had knowing it has to have an ending uh though skywalker won't arrive until december 20th um, Friday also brought the release of an official release schedule for another highly anticipated facet of Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian. Uh, the Disney Plus will appear on November 12th with a second episode launching shortly after November 15th. From there on, its weekly drops aside from the Pema Ultimate episode on December 18th. So it's going to be a weekly show. Yes. Bastards. <laughs> so, oh, you can wait and just stream all at once so at the end of this movie ed you're supposed to walk out feeling completely satisfied and going okay if i watch one through nine i'm going to be satisfied all my answers are going to be answered all my questions are going to be answered and i'm going to leave away walking away with being peace with one in the universe in that good so luck Okay, maybe ten years ago you could have gone. You could have gotten away with that. Uh-huh. In the age of the internet, there is no way in hell someone's going to be. Everyone's going to be satisfied. Right. And I think. I think you have to go in knowing that. I think as long as it's satisfying to the creative, the, the creators, and 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 the, the process itself, I think that if everyone walks away going, you know what, it was it was a satisfying ending. You kind of go, okay, you did your job. Like there was a couple TV shows that kind of ended, and you go. Okay, here's a good Big Bang Theory. Mm. Hated that fucking series ending. Hated it. Okay. Didn't like it. I thought it was just a regular old average. It was an average episode for, you know, for that series. I thought that if this is the episode, that's the episode you're going to go out on? Like, him winning a Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, that's great. But then admitting how he loves all his friends. Yeah. Spoilers. And then that's it. And then a slow... The whole universe. Like you have bare naked ladies doing their song one last time, except a slow down version while they're all eating food. 
Really? That's almost as bad as putting everybody in Seinfeld in jail and having them fade to black. It's like, wait, what? Or it's it's just, it's like, it, there's no, it didn't feel like an end of anything. No. It, you it, could like it continue on. It could still continue right. on and on and on. Right. And it's on like, okay, we're going to end this series so that way in five years we can have a reunion show. Right. You know, or in 25 years we can have a reunion show. And that way it'll be like all like, ooh, it'll be nostalgia filled and jokes of that time. Maybe some old jokes too. And I watched the episode. I'm just like, that was it. <sighs> it was kind of a letdown. It, it really was. was. You know, and then I, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, like, you know, like, like I was watching Legion in the last episode. That was so disappointing. And you know, like, <laughs> Oh really? Like you know, you went through like it was such a huge build up, and you're like, you're like this is gonna be epic, and then it was like it was like a peaceful resolve, and you're like, fuck, like right? Yeah. It's it's like it's like going after somebody you really find attractive, and you finally get them, you know, and you start hooking up with them, and they're a bad kisser, yeah, and you're like, ah, uh, womp womp womp, you know, <laughs> you're like this whole time, you're just like, oh yeah, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> and it's 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 just it's, that's the thing. Like you, you, there's so much build up, and people sure people just build everyone up has their own head how how this series should end. So I I, I think with Star Wars though, like like of course I'm going to be there, you know, of course, and I, I just think that it's not going to be as successful as because ever, everybody's now downplaying Star Wars. Like now it's now it's becoming like a bad name, like almost in a right. way. Like like the parks are not doing well, you know, in Disney World and they think right, it's like, hey we're gonna drag it through the mud now. Right. You know, the the you know, like of course everybody didn't like episode eight, you know, so they go, right. well, why should I finish off the series? You know, kind of And thing. you're gonna find that everyone's gonna love episode eight like in another year or two. Like I feel like it's gonna I be... think it's gonna be five years down the road. Like I I, I, I liked it. So I'm like I'm I was ahead. I think I feel like I'm ahead of the curve, Ed. <laughs> You're five years ahead. Um, five years ahead of the curve. I mean, I I enjoyed it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm I I think though the Mike I I think Greg Johnson like screwed people in a Ryan. way. You know, <laughs> Ryan. By the way, what it, it looks like Rain, but it's actually Ryan. It's Ryan. Ryan. Ryan yeah, Johnson. Well, you, whatever the fucker's name tomato, is. Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Ryan Johnson. But he. I feel that he's kind of screwed people over with that. With that. Like it's like. Like, like you go, <coughs> how do you fuck? Like, like I, I was like, who's this? Who's the asshole that gets this job after him? He pretty much screwed everybody in the whole thing. And you go, and JJ is back, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that they were like, well, okay, we're in a mess. We need, who's the one man that could save us? JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Call him up, see if he's busy. Because, because, like, like a lot of the internet's talking about the fact is, is like, well, how well was Episode Seven really? Like, yeah. To me, if I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I liked Episode Seven. I'm not gonna lie, but the reason why I liked Episode Seven, it reminded me so much of Episode Four. Right, and that's and that's what I was saying. Like, like it was like it's like it started all over again. You know, he rebooted the series without rebooting, which is basically what he did with Star Trek. He rebooted a series without rebooting a series. Yeah, you know, and that's great. Good on. I mean, he's got that talent. I, I, you might, one might say that he's rebooting Return of the Jedi because Palpatine's in it again. <laughs> like, how are you going to pull this one off? Like, I'm. If I see a time travel, if I see this, if I see the Enterprise going back in time, I still see the Millennium Falcon <laughs> yeah. going around the uh, sun. You know, oh, like, I'm going to be like, oh, one of the sons of Tatooine. You know, yeah, to go back, <laughs> back in time. If we do a figure eight around the twin sons of you know Tatooine, will be propelled back into the past 
to the part where we can stop the birth of Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine. Palpatine, Palpatine, doesn't matter. Dude, it's Mata. <laughs> Han, Han. They got away with it for years. <laughs> you know, tomato, tomato, Palpatine, Palpatine. You know, Vader, Vadar. <laughs> Go either way. <laughs> um, Falcon, Falcon. Yeah, exactly. Lando or Lando? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I feel like uh, I think in today's age, no matter what ending you're going to get, no one's going to be satisfied. I All think right. that everyone, I think the movie, it suffers from the, well, I think I could do a better movie in my head than I could do one watching on TV or watching on the screen. I think that in my head, in, I don't have, I don't have an ending to this. Like some people will paint like, well, this is how, this is how I would do it. They Monday morning quarterback a movie that they saw and that they didn't like, mm. you know, and I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll be there just like you. And I'll be like, okay, well, this is an end of an era. Like, I mean, what's next after this? Like, yeah, we were first, we were like happy we had three. Then we had three more that we were like, kind of wish I only had the first three. <laughs> and then I, was just, I, I liked, I liked the, the next set. Like I, I liked episode one, two and three. I, I, I thought they were great. I mean, like, like, yeah, you know, I, I was, I'm in black and forth with Jar Jar Binks, you know, like, uh, like I love him, hate him, love him, hate him. But I'm like, he was a character. Like, that was the thing. Like, like, you know, like, yes, there's not a lot he of. He was a character. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> there's characters in every movies that you don't like, but you still like the movie. You're right. You know, that's, you're you're that's absolutely the, right. That's the way I, I would say at. Suicide Squad, the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like for, for me, it was like, you know, going. You know, and then like episode seven, you're like, yeah, it was great. It was seen again. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, this looks familiar for some reason. And then somebody goes, puts up, so it's the new hope over again. I'm like, oh. it, it, it is. I mean, you know, hey, look, here's a ragtag bag, and if it's starting off on a on a desert planet, and because it's because I mean, like that that they got that new little robot that you've seen. You know, I'm yeah. sure. I'm like, is that the Ewoks then of the of the right. like the Return of the Jedi? Like, that's the kind of thing. I'm like, I'm like, I kind of see like certain things you know like now you see you see lando in the malkin again you know like like he did in return of jedi so it's like yeah you know what there there might be a yeah <laughs> there, might be a, there there might be something to this yeah. <laughs> all right well there you have it ed that's the show all right all right well, um any any questions from the class uh any questions from the class yeah like, i don't know we got any, anything you want to add uh well how do you find us? <laughs> well, Ed, you can find us by going to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or you can follow us at, at Geeksters on Twitter. Don't forget if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! My DM says you're a dweeb. <laughs>